In today's episode, we're speaking to Mingling Chuang. She is a brand soul activator and a mentor for impact-driven entrepreneurs. She is the founder of Brand Fame and is on a mission to energize the pure potential within each person they touch one brand over time. With over 10 years of experience in branding and marketing, working on top of the, some of the top brands such as Nestle, um, Lean Cuisine, Toyota, to name but a few. And today, Mingling is talking to us about the five principles of embodying your brand. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And I'm here today with your amazing Ming Ling. Welcome, Ming. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited to have you. It's taken us a bit of a while to get you back on Money Talkies, but we finally have you here. I'm so, so excited to be, you know, to be talking to you. So Mingling, in your own words, we've had your intro, but in your own words, please tell us what it is that you do. So I'm a brand soul activator, a mentor for impact-driven entrepreneurs. And so what I like to do is I help my clients get to the heart and soul of their brand, their true essence of their brand. And it's because my belief is that every brand has an energy vibration that people Mm -hmm. can feel. And so your energy, your radiance is what inspires people to work with you, not like just like the glamorous shots or like the words, it's really your energy. And that's why I like to blend strategy with energy work. Um, to help my clients really shine online. And um, I take my years of experience on corporate branding, where I launched a a $54 million product for Nestle, that one product of the year, all the way to all of the studies that I've been doing with personal development, energy work, quantum, um, quantum energy and healing and all this stuff. So I've blended the two together so I can help my clients really get unstuck and become the radiant version of themselves. Wonderful. And this is exactly what we're going to be doing today. We're talking about the five principles of embodying your brand. Is that right? Yes. Yes. I'm super excited about that. (laughs) Fabulous. Fabulous. So let's, let's deep dive in. So what is the first principle? um, You know, what would, what would you classify as, you know, as a a very first essential thing? What's the first principle for someone to start having a brand? And every single um, business has a brand, whether they recognize it or not, even, even solo, solopreneurs, as you say, you know, they they have a a brand that they develop. So please tell us, walk us through. Yeah, right before I go into the first principle, I just want to really identify what a brand is because a lot of people think of a brand as Mm. just the visuals. So they think Mm. of like, my website's my brand, my Mm. logo is my brand, but brands are more than a visual. It's an energetic frequency that Mm. um, you put out. It's also unique to you. And it's also something that, you know, um, you get to cultivate. It's based off of 
different touch points, different experiences. So right now, you know, in the podcast, you're experiencing Gull and you're experiencing her brand because this is where, how she's showing up and you're experiencing me and my brand because this is how we show I'm showing mm. up as well. And it also evolves over time because I, I think a lot of people also think that they have to figure out their brand right away and get everything right. I also want to let people know that this is an evolutionary process. Mm. And so you want to also um, learn how to co-create with that evolution. And a lot of people rebrand all the time. I know I've been through different iterations of my brand and you don't want to ever stay stagnant. So I also want to put that in place because a lot of people think I need to create a brand. I need to figure it out now. I need to like understand it. But I also want people to know that it's a co-creation process because every brand has a specific soul and energetic frequency and it'll be revealed over time. And um, the culmination of all the experiences that you create creates the brand. So it's more than just the visuals. So I just wanted to share that real quick because everybody gets confused on what a brand is. And I'm happy to go into the first principle if you like. Okay, wonderful. So yeah, so that's actually a very clear explanation of what brand is. And I think when we last spoke, I think this is when you expanded my ideas of what a brand was, because I was pretty much thinking on similar lines to everybody else listening. I think my brand is my colors, my branding colors, my logo and the images and visually how I show up you know, my, my website and, um, and my podcast that has aspects to my brand, but I didn't, even though I do energy work, I didn't think of it energetically. I knew kind of that it has energy around it, but I didn't really focus that much on until you mentioned it. So I'm so grateful to you for actually bringing that to my attention. So let's go into the first principle. What is the first principle? Yeah. So the first principle I love to start with any of my clients is the foundation because mm. you always want to build um, your brand on a solid foundation. Mm. And then we're going to layer in all the energetic elements that I was mentioning. But if you don't have a strong foundation, think of it as a house, like people like to decorate the house before they build, you know, the cement or even mm. have the plants. So the foundation four pieces to the foundations. The first one is really understanding um, the customer research and doing research and understanding on a deep level what your customers really want. It's not um, just asking a few survey questions, but really diving deep, really listening for what is being said and unsaid, because it's not about the demographics, it's about the psychographics, it's about the behaviors of your ideal clients. So there's nuances that you'll hear in customer interviews. And many times when I do customer interviews for my clients to do um, a consulting uh, project for them or when my clients go into deep research for themselves we find little nuances that you're like oh I didn't think about that and that mm-hmm. takes the brand in another direction and so you want to start to listen to uh, your customers in a way where you can find the little nuances I'll give a really quick example so one of the projects that I worked on when I was um, working on Lean Cuisine is uh, the product the one product of the year a lot of people um, ate Lean Cuisine because it was convenient right mm. it was really simple but they didn't really like to eat in the black tray and so what we were able to get the insight that we got was that they felt bad about themselves when they ate Lean Cuisine so that's why they never ate it during dinner and so we were launching a steam bag at a time And when we found this out, it completely changed the positioning of the steam bag. So we were no longer just, you know, touting the healthy benefits, which is the easiest thing to to position the brand as or this product as we started to look at you know, this as a premium dinner time experience. So the mm. languaging change, so the experience change. So you're finding these little nuances that people are telling you 
and you're grabbing those insights and building it into your brand. The next piece is really understanding the competitive analysis, understanding, you know, what your competitors are doing and not doing. Because a lot of people um, don't think about it that way because what they're not doing is an area of opportunity for you. Mm. And so this is what I love looking at with my clients. So one of my clients, um, Valerie, she's a lawyer and she helps a lot of um, um, entrepreneurs with their legal um, assets and contracts. And what we found uh, that was missing in the market was this um, area of opportunity where her entrepreneurs were at the point of really expanding and really getting big. And so there were people that could help with like little templates. And then Mm -hmm. there were people that um, would like do all the trademarks, do all like the heavy lifting legal stuff, but there was nobody that was in between that could help bridge that gap where they were going from a solopreneur to -hmm. an actual um, full on entrepreneur. So Mm -hmm. we were able to find was her sweet spot. Then um, after competitive analysis, you have the beautiful um, client analysis and customer analysis, and then also competitive analysis. Now you need to work on your brand positioning. So brand is the opportunity in the market. So you want to angulate all of your customer research, uh, your competitive analysis, and then also your uniqueness to find the position in your market that you can actually own. Because you, um, your brand has to take up mind space. And if you are too similar to your clients, or if or not your clients, your competitors, or if there's not a need for your client, you know you can't own that mind space. So you mm. want to find this unique position value proposition in the market that you can only provide that nobody else can provide. So what I do, yeah, with my business is I combine the strategy and the energy work. So many people were like, oh, I never thought that these two things would blend together, but they actually do. Mm -hmm. And so I bright color to stand out or to like be loud to stand out it's by where you're positioned in the market. And then from that place, then you are able to create your brand messaging. And these are the key messages that you repeat over and over and over so that your clients and customers or potential clients and customers actually understand what you are doing and actually um, it builds your, your brand reputation. So I like to use Nike as an example. Nike has three main core brand messages and it's greatness, inspiration, and innovation. Mm -hmm. And the reason why um, those things are important is because, you know, they want to be the best. So seen as the best. So they align themselves with the greatest athletes. They also want to be the most innovative. And so they they are always touted news technology. They always want to be cutting edge. And then they also want to inspire people to be the best version of themselves. And Mm -hmm. so when combined uh, these pieces together, they've created um, the core messaging that supports their brand positioning. And now they are seen as a leader. They're seen as if you want to like really be at the top of your game, you got to buy Nike. Mm. Then Puma, then Reebok and all that stuff. So that's the first piece. I know that was a lot, but the foundations are super important for you to build your brand. So can I just ask you to repeat this four um, four foundations again, just because I know you expanded them quite a bit, but if you just give them brief one-liners for each of those four, uh, four, four parts of the foundations. So it's really first, understanding your customer through customer research or analysis. 
Two, it's competitive analysis, understanding the market landscape within that. Mm -hmm. Then three, taking the first two pieces and what makes you unique to create your brand position. So this is where you are going to be positioned in the market and creating your value out of that. And then the fourth piece is brand messaging. So really then um, boosting up your positioning by always talking about certain messages as you communicate so that people start to see you as the leader in that arena or that space. Brilliant. That is fabulous. Fabulous. I think there's so much gold in there as it is. So let's move on straight to the principle number two. So what's the second principle then? So the second principle is all around essence. So every brand has an essence. I like to call this like the heart and soul of a brand. It's kind Mm. of like the the brand that evokes emotion inside of people. And these are more intangible quality. Mm-hmm. So that's why sometimes it's harder for people to understand. Um, it drives your brand um, forward as well, too. So it capt- captures the spirit of your brand. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to use some examples to give you some, some uh, context to it. So for example, um, when you think of Disney, Disney's essence is around magic. And if mm-hmm. you look at Disney's you know, products and services, they create magic, whether you go to the, you know, a a theme parks, or you watch a movie, they're creating some kind of like magical experience that people are having. Then if you look at, let's say, you know, Harley Davidson, Mm -hmm. Harley Davidson, if you like, look at their advertising. If you've ever been on a Harley Davidson, it's this like liberation of freedom. It's true freedom. freedom. The word freedom comes to mind, of course. Freedom. See, you you already said that because that's their Mm. essence. That's their spirit, right? Mm. And so you have to find what your essence is. And this essence doesn't change over time. It might take a while to to find for yourself Mm. and try on. Once you lock in the essence, it stays with you. It's part part of your man um, it doesn't usually change because that's what you're building of your company your brand around and so I always do this after the foundations because you need to know where your market you are yeah. in the market position. and then from there you get to create your essence and so for example my brand is all about radiancy so if you look at any of my images any of like the content that I put together like I am in this um, state of radiancy and that's the colors also come from there as well too so, and I help my clients find their inner radiancy so mm-hmm. they can shine on and so that's what you have to try to find. And it's words that evoke a feeling. So I really want you to think about words that evoke some kind of feeling. Mm. So you know, my clients um, come up with their essence and some of their essences are, you know, liberation, like true liberation of mind and heart is one of the brands that I mm. worked on. One is around being bold, bold courage. You know, these are words that actually you can see movement, you can see a feeling, you can get an experience out of. So that's what an essence is. Okay. Um, and I was trying to apply that to my own brand. I was thinking, so in my case, the essence would be just to put things into context, would be around abundance. So abundance is the main buzzword for, for my brand. It's about being abundant, but not just financially, but with your health and your wealth and your joy and your happiness and so forth. So the essence would that, am I understanding that correctly? So that would be the essence that my brand brings, which is, you know, abundance, but not just financial in all sense of the word. So I would challenge you to go a little bit deeper with your word in terms of abundance, because what kind of feeling would that evoke? What kind expanded, of expanded, um, joyous, happy. So yours could be like expanded abundance. I don't, I'd have to go mm-hmm. deeper. Of here. course, yes. But one thing that comes to mind, because a lot of people use the word abundance, but how is your abundance different? So mm. 
sounded like that expansion. So maybe it's expanded abundance could be the word that you use as well too. So um, that gives a little bit more context to what this abundance truly is. Right. Okay. I'm with sense. you. That's interesting. It's something to sit down, brainstorm and think about with my team. Okay. So what would be the principle number three? Number three is when we get into the energy. So energy is so important because that's what magnetizes people to us. You know, Um, the definition of magnetism itself is a physical phenomenon produced by the motion of electrical charge Mm. resulting in attractive and repulsive forces. Right. Mm. So, you know, we're not going to please everybody. Every brand's not going to please everybody. Mm. It's um, some brands, you know, people love and other brands hate that same brand. So mm. it, it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything about you. You're still trying to attract your own um, set of clients. Right. And so this piece of energy is really understanding your own magnetism and the energy that you want to cultivate within your brand in order to then expand out. So what I like to do um, for this piece is to really think about words that represent your energetic frequency. So it, it's words that describe your brand personality. People mm. talk about personality all the time, right? So it's really understanding those because each word has a frequency. Of course, it. yes. They all talk about that quite a lot, yes. Exactly, right? Like Dr. Emoto, that famous mm. of water mm. crystal right? It has an energy. So you want to think about what kind of energetic frequency, what words do I want to encapsulate, describe and the personality of my brand. So for me, I have three words. Mine are vibrant, playful, and radiant. Again, Mm. if you go to like my website or my Instagram, because I post a lot of there, people will say, I look vibrant, playful, and radiant. And they will Mm. play back to me because that is what I choose to put out there. You know, people to feel that. And I've also been embodying like this goddess vibe as well, too. And so adding that in, but that's still part of the vibrancy, playful and Mm. radiant as well, right? These are the feelings um, that I want to amplify. Like there's so many facets of ourselves of as humans, but you want to think about which words or which descriptions you want to amplify Mm. and to put out, right? And so, um, the, the thing I also want to, um, you know, caution is creating your energy from a place of, I think it will look good. Mm. I think this, then I will attract more people. So I'm going to give a quick example from like when I first started my journey on, um, business and branding and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, you know, it would be really great. I, I to be like witty, to be funny, to like, you know, that was like, I was like, maybe I should like have a little like tongue in cheek when I write and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And there are pieces of me that can be witty. Mm-hmm. But I felt trapped in this persona that I created for myself that I had to be witty and like always have this tongue in cheek kind of feeling to mm-hmm words that I was writing that caused me to energetically contract. Mm, That's very important, of course. Yes, it is. It is a piece of me. I can be witty. I can be sarcastic, but that's not my whole piece that I wanted to show. And it wasn't expansive for me, Mm. but I, because I thought that would attract people because they would find me funny and then they would come to me. So, so you want to also think about that and make sure that this is truly aligned to you and who you are. Does that make- mm. It does. It completely does. Cause I understand. I mean, when you're saying that, um, I mean, there's, 
I think when I um, embrace those aspects about myself, which I'm, I, I, I call myself quirky, I'm like, I'm not the average person. I'm not, but I take pride in that. And people that I know most Asians, um, you know, hate me for it, but I say, I love Bollywood. You know, most people don't, I do. I love the, all the song and dance and colors and all the, you know, the craziness that goes with it. And, um, and the fact that, you know, so, and the fact that I do love money, um, which again is most people like, oh, she must be, you know, whatever the, the terms that come to people's mind. I purposely adopted those and I've taken them in and everybody sort of reflects that back to me. You know, I get Bollywood songs sent to me or whatever else I think I know and I love it. And I do, it's true. But it makes me unique. It makes me me. It makes me happy. And that's that's the reason why. So I understand what this means because if something becomes a restriction, you are going to constrict. Whereas something is playful and funny because I play on Bollywood. I do try, I do think it's quite funny. Um, even when they're not trying to be <laughs> so I play on that and that causes me to have fun and giggles and be expanded hence the attraction factor so it completely makes sense to me absolutely so this is I have to tell you this is even though some of it is I think common sense and it makes when you say it it's like oh that's just so logical that's so straightforward but it's putting in the order and the way you're saying it is just blowing my mind I'm, I'm really really enjoying this conversation so, okay, so we got the first three principles. What, what would be principle number four? So the fourth one is connection. So this is after you've created your foundation, your essence, your energy that you want to cultivate. You want to form a strong connection between you and your brand because your brand is a separate entity. Mm. You know, even though it represents you, it's a separate en- entity and it's a co-creative process. So sometimes we in life um, want to control things like direct things, but your brand also wants to speak. It also has a vibration. It's like, it's like birthing mm. a baby. Like, right. So like, it's like, it's your little baby that you birth and it kind of takes a life of its own. It has a personality of its own. And so the connection is all around um, understanding what the brand wants. So sometimes we want to rush things. um, We want to um, figure things out, but sometimes we need gestation period. Sometimes Mm. we time for the brand to fully evolve. And Mm. so this is why I also stress to people that you don't have to figure out your brand right away. You Mm. want to do the first three pieces and connect to your brand because more keeps on being revealed. More keeps on being revealed. Before I combined energy work and branding together, I was doing straight branding. I was doing like the first few pieces, right? Energy Mm -hmm. in a different way. I talked about it more from a personality standpoint, but I was connecting to the first three pieces. But um, I felt this inkling that I needed to add this energetic piece because Mm -hmm. it's something that I loved. And my brand was like, you have to add it in. You have to add it in. It's something that's so important for you. Mm -hmm. And so by listening to it, by sitting with it, by cultivating this relationship with my brand, my brand was like, okay, I'm ready to bring this in because I could feel a piece of me that was missing. And so when I was able to do this, um, I was able to now naturally and seamlessly bring this other element in. So instead of looking at, okay, I need to launch this. I need this. We need to do that. Ask your brand, ask your brand, what wants to be created. Ask your brand. What's that next level. Ask your brand what it wants to be shared or expressed because also a lot of people, you know, when they, um, share their brand, they're like, I need a batch content. I need to, um, write everything down. I need to strategically plan everything, but Mm. that's a friction as well too. There's time for flow and play. There's 
there needs to be that balance. So sometimes, you know, when um, you batch content, it's not always, it's a time saver, but it's not necessarily what wants to come through to from the brand, you know, through you, we are a channel for mm-hmm. the brand to be expressed out into the real world, and so we are limiting that channel if we are not in that connection mm-hmm. with and what the brand wants to say or what it feels. Because you also want to think about this way when you post from an energetic space where you're feeling, and we'll talk about it's related to the fifth principle, but when you're when you're really feeling it in your body and you're expressing it out then it has a different electric charge than if you come from the logical mind mm-hmm. and try to write things in the perfect way or the perfect order. We mm-hmm. know that the heart field has a completely wider uh, range of uh, connection to people than our, you know, logical mind, you know, it's, it it's, it's natural science. Mm-hmm. We can heart we connect through the feelings and that's why most people buy 95 percent of purchases are made from an emotional space it's not from a logical space it's from agreed and so the more you can connect into your brand and the emotions that the brand wants to share the more um power and potency in the words that you are able to then express so for example i am really connected to this work and this topic and so because of this you know i have notes but i am channeling some of the content that exactly. is exactly feel that because it's just coming through and i'm connected i'm not filtering it i'm not trying to be like okay am i saying this right or not mm. um, having my logical mind be in the place. And that's how I write. So start to surrender to your brand and surrender to um, understanding what it is that your brand wants to um, share and be created out into the world. I love that. And I was smiling throughout that because I think this is the reason why I didn't think of it this way, Mingling, but it's exactly the reason why. So as I said, balance. So with, with these episodes, so yes, this is going to be released on one of the you know, money talking segments, uh, money talking segments on, on the, one of the Wednesdays but it's pre-recorded. Whereas the episode that's always always released for the Monday, I always, always record um, either the Saturday or the Sunday, most, most times Sunday evening. So it's released on Monday morning that late. And initially I couldn't work out why I would always leave it. And then I realized because when I'm sitting down to do those episodes and when I have tried to do batch recording, it's not come out, not to my liking, not to the level I wanted. That connection level you're talking about wasn't there, that, that flow wasn't there. And when I sit down and I don't have any notes, so I'm one of those people, I think this is for my legal training. We, as barristers, we had, we weren't told to have notes. So I don't have any notes. I have a topic in mind and then I flow. And then, like you said, this is what I do. I connect to, you know, to the higher being, to the high, my higher self and say, okay, let's let flow through me what needs to be said around this topic. And the examples come and everything else. And I've heard actually my episodes back again afterwards. And I'm like, oh, that sounds brilliant. But yes, I do <laughs> because I haven't thought about it. It's just gone. It's literally a topic in mind. I don't even title until afterwards. And it just goes phew, all the way through. And that's the best way. And I'm smiling all the way through it because I've been doing it unintentionally. But that's why I, I know I have, I have an amazing um, editor for, for my podcast. So bless him. He's, he, he's patient with me. But it's literally last minute. I sent it, them off to him. Um, this, at least the Monday episodes. The others are recorded, so he gets a bit more for a leeway and a bit more time. But Saturday, Monday ones especially. But that's the best way for me to record because it just flows through without me thinking. And sometimes, actually most of the time, that's the best content because that's what your, as you said, that's what your brand is trying to communicate to your audience. 
It's, oh, it's wonderful. And I've never thought of it this way, but it's exactly what I do. Thank you for that. You're Thank welcome. you for the validation. You're welcome. Yeah. It's things that people don't think about because they want to control the brand. They want to yeah. be like the, the direction. But if you think about it, you're just trying to control the flow and it's not expansive. Again, it's that expansive energy versus contraction energy. And if you want to be magnetic, like you got to like open yourself up to allow the flow to come and surrender to it. So I'm glad you're doing that. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. So that's principle number four. So what's principle number five? You hinted towards it. Let's, let's hear about it now. Yeah. So number five is embodiment. <laughs> so embodiment is all about expressing your brand in physical form so Mm. stepping into that vibration and that frequency that you've already cultivated in the first four steps so it's um, something that um, creates you know that excitement that lighting up like you were saying before you're so excited when you record because it's just coming through you Mm. and so one of the things that you want to understand is you know the brand is a representation of you and your energy so if you're not embodying your brand if you're not embodying you know do Doing all the previous steps, you can't embody a brand. Mm. There's to embody, right? So I always use example um, of my journey um, with the camera because um, even though the visuals are not your brand, it's an element of your brand that mm. people experience, right? And so they get certain energetic frequencies. And so when I used to um, take photos, I was really shy and timid. And I was just like, I don't know how to pose. Like I was awkward. I was like, ah, you know, like really bad. Even also, I would say on video, I would have to have, you know, my notes and like everything laid out mm. and I could stray from it. But what I had to do is work on removing the blocks of embodiment from my field. Mm. And so when I did this, uh, the, the way that I did this was I started to rewire my brain to understand that I am now a goddess on camera. Mm. I am on camera I am a goddess on camera and I became that person from the rewiring process from changing my belief my old belief that I sucked on camera to um I am a goddess on camera I know you do a lot of like five by five or or five by 55 right yeah like the journaling exercises so similar you can also do that with this piece of embodying your brand if you're not quite there yet with the energy frequency but you know that's where you want to head Mm. in you can start to practice these things and getting into that frequency frequency until you become that person until you um really start to embody and becomes who you are your new identity of you Mm. i personally did a lot of rituals for myself to embrace you know this goddess version I would get dressed up being that goddess version of myself I would practice also taking photos with friends and just exploring and having fun not making it like a job that I had to get into but practicing exploring I was like okay what makes me feel good what makes me feel like a goddess what turns me on to the camera what how do I get into my pleasure right Mm. these are just some examples of tapping into that energetic frequency and also you can tap into that energetic frequency when you write to your clients so when I do that I embody you know what my clients are feeling in the moment so I can feel them as I'm writing to them and that is powerful as well because then they're like oh you get me as well too Mm. So this embodiment piece is there's a couple of different layers that I'm giving you. One, you becoming that person, mm. 
um, and really rewiring your neural pathways because it can happen. Everybody asks me, so they're like, how do you take such great photos? I was like, I just do now. Like, I just love the camera. Like, I'm like, I mean, I have my moments, right? I have my moments where, you know, the like the angle's not right. I'm like, okay, let me try this. But like, you know, I just love it. And I take a lot of shots and I'm just like, this is fun. And I can, I, I, I uh, tell people I have like my camera ready smell you know, like that, like I'm, I'm, I I have, I know because it's part of me, I Mm. know works for me. Um, so, so that's one piece. And the other piece is really embodying and understanding and feeling your ideal clients and the souls of your, your clients, because that's who you're tapping into. That's who you're writing to and really feeling their energy as you write and Mm. creating content from, um, you know, spirit to them. So those are the five I think, I mean, the last one, I think I, when I was, I was, I was really trying to compare to my own life in terms of how, you know, what I teach about embodying. And it is, I think the the writing is great, but I think one of the methods that I teach quite a lot is the mirror exercise. And I think that's, um, and I was speaking to one of my team members who's actually an ex, um, ex pro athlete, uh, is an amazing chap who's just joined the team. And he said that that's what they did beforehand anyway, as part of the training, they would actually, you know, do a lot of, um, you know, chat in the mirror. I call it mirror exercise, but they get the conversations in the mirror. But that is to actually reprogram your mind. It really does. And it's a, it's a very powerful level. And it's one of the, the one of the most powerful tools that we have in the arsenal for, for manifestation again. But these are all different. They're all the different methodologies out there. There's different ways, but you have to re- literally reprogram your mind and I take on the identity of this new person of this new brand that you are trying to create and until and unless you do embody it will be a vision it'll be a wish it will not be a reality but as soon as you do take on the take on the the energy and take embody it overnight you are this new person with this new brand and that's when you start attracting your ideal clients and I, I completely agree with you exactly what you said and it's amazing how you've just phrased it energetically, but it makes complete sense to me because that's, I think that's how my brand just skyrocketed once I was able to do all the steps you just mentioned, but I've done, I'm not done it as beautifully as you told them, but yeah, it, it's expressed. But I, I was tick marking everything that I made. Yeah, that's when that broke through. Oh, yes, this, and that's when that happened. Oh, yes, this, that's when that happened. And I completely agree with all of them. So just to be... Claire, just to get a quick recap, can you just recap all of the five principles? Yes, I'm happy to. And I also want to share one more thing about embodiment as mm-hmm. well. So like, like you said, there is um, so many different tools. You got to find what works for you. Yes. And um, there's also different repatterning, uh, going inner child. There's like so many tools yeah. that can be used. So I'm just giving one access point. Of you course. There's many access point but like you are you become your brand I've had clients that don't even have a website that have made lots of money you know like because of the way that they showed up so I just want to also share that because if you do all these pieces correctly you don't necessarily need a website either to um create the money in the abundance it can also um help down the road but it's not a necessary thing so anyways I just wanted to add that in fabulous The five embodiment principles are one, foundations, which include customer research, competitive analysis, brand positioning, brand messaging. The second one, 
is essence, really understanding what your essence is because this is the heart and soul of your brand. The third is um, really figuring out your energy and the frequency and the vibration that you want to put out into the world. Then uh, the fourth is connecting to your brand because your brand has a soul of its own and allowing that soul to talk through you. And the fifth one is a body embodiment which is all about being your brand and really um becoming the that that version of you that is that brand fabulous fantastic so i think this has been one of the most interesting and um eye-opening experiences for me as an energy healer i've never really thought i I know we touched upon it when you're in your on your friday feature episode but um, to go in through into this kind of level and this kind of depth it's been a real eye-opener for me too and it's it's amazing how much you can build out your business as you said I can I can completely understand why if you're giving up the energy of expansion or whatever your 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 brand is then you are even without a website you'll be attracting the rights of clientele and you are attracting abundance so it doesn't a website is just having a shop front so you're making sure you have a shop front on the online space it doesn't necessarily guarantee clients whereas if you do all the steps you just mentioned you're already attracting clients to you who are knocking your door before you have your doors open, which is fabulous. (laughs) Exactly how you want to have it. Wonderful. Well, this has been a really, really interesting conversation, Mingling. Can you tell us how can we connect to you? Where can we find you on the internet? So you can go to my website, brandfameschool.com. So it's brand, then the word fame as in famous fame, and then school.com. You can also um, visit me on Instagram. So it's uh, Minling Chuang. So it's M-I-N-L-I-N-G-C-H-U-A-N-G. Um, that is my handle on Instagram. So you can connect with me in either place. Fantastic. So if you're listening to this podcast, um, on the podcast rather, you know, on iTunes or one of the other podcast platforms, then we will have all the links to Mingling and her social media handles in the show notes. And if you're watching this on YouTube, then down below in the um, description section, we will have all the links for Mingling. Do go check her out. She's someone that I'm looking forward to working with in the coming future, in the coming weeks and months, because I think she's amazing. And I think she can definitely put a bit of um, spice into your brand. I, I, I think that's the brand. That's, I think that's the thing that's missing for mine. I think it's very colorful, but I think when I add the word spice into my brand, how we'll have a discussion <laughs> off camera separately. <laughs> but for the time being, I, you know, I thank you so much for being such an amazing guest. I think we're going to have to have you back, Mingling, because I think this conversation has been really interesting for me. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Mingling. Thank you for being with me and Mingling today on our Money Talkie segment. I will be back on another Wednesday, on another Money Talkie segment, speaking to another amazing guest, asking them and getting picking their brains to find out how we can build better brands, how we can build better businesses and attract more money and abundance into our lives. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.